The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and at amazon.com. Now, this story of the child that was just dropped off one day by mom and abandoned. Uh, Mom wants to come back into his life, and she's asking what to do. Dear Dr. Kenner, I had a child when I was young. I took care of my son Joey for two years, with his dad seeing him on the weekends. I had no family here, and none of my friends had children. I had a lot of problems, and I dropped off my son on a Friday when he was two, and I never went back. I am 27 years old now and married. My husband and I are very happy and we have a beautiful two-year-old daughter. My life is very, capital letters, different than it was six years ago. My son will be eight this spring. I want to attempt contact, but I was wondering what damage did I do when I left him at two years old? And do you think an eight-year-old boy could handle this complicated situation? Thanks so much. Concerned, Sheila. Sheila, I have no idea how your eight-year-old will feel, nor do I know what damage was done because I don't have any of the details of his current context. But he is not the only one that's concerned in this picture. I notice you think of him as your son, and we'll come back to who else is concerned, but you're thinking of him as your son. But since he only had two years with you, and one of you, he was very, very young, and six years away from you. So notice he's had many more years away from you than he had with you. I would say that the term son in the nurturing, mothering sense no longer applies. It is as if you gave him up for adoption, and now you want to walk back into his life. And I, I understand that it was very tough for you. You were very young when you had him, and you didn't have the support and couldn't afford or didn't know how to care for him. And so maybe the most appropriate decision, even though it sounds a little bizarre the way you did it, it was bizarre, <laughs> quite a bit bizarre, it was, uh, it was to, you know, give him up for adoption or to leave him or to have his dad take over. Now, here are the other people that are involved. His dad and the new wife. If his dad is happily married and settled, they may want nothing to do with you. You may be like a ghost from the past who will haunt them. They, you're the you're the woman who dumped her kid the kid off on the the steps years ago. They may not. They may hate you, or they just may not want to be bothered with you. And it may be unsettling not only for them but for the entire family: the grandmother, the grandfather, everybody involved. Your family, if you've got any family, uh, they, you know, at this point, they may be treating you the, as the equivalent of dead, which is appropriate. So let me give it to you from the vantage point of abused kids. Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, that's it. A very quick ad and then Alan will be back. Romance. Ugh, I wish guys knew more about what we want from a relationship. (laughs) Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Ah, here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance. A serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Hmm, the selfish path to romance. That is interesting. So let me give it to you from the vantage point of abused kids. 
I worked with abused and abandoned kids, both. Some of them were just abandoned, some were abused, but I worked for many years with these, with these kids in these very sad situations. And I've also worked with the adults whose mother or father walked out on them when they were very young. Some of these individuals want nothing to do with the abandoning parent. That means you, ever, period. They have what you could call an, I've moved on. I have no interest in a person who abandoned me. I don't want to complicate my life. I don't even experience this person, this biological parent, as a parent. Just someone who who couldn't handle it and gave up. I now have loving parents and I don't need the grief of some guilt-ridden individual who wants to walk back into my life and play mommy with me. It's way too late. Now, kids obviously are not going to be that articulate. You're talking about your, your... Uh, this little boy who will be eight years old, Joey, your biological son. Um, So I don't know the context. Uh, I've also seen the opposite, though. I've seen situations where children are absolutely haunted by such abandonment, and they want to understand why they're dumped. And they have curiosity about the parent. What was mommy like? Can we see pictures? And they may even be fantasizing that they would have had a loving parent, and they desperately long to meet this parent. And any problems with a current parent or a step parent they they might be saying to themselves you know if my real mom were here or if my real dad were here they would be so much better they would understand uh but but children also are semi-aware that this invisible parent may not come near their expectations so in the best case scenario for you since you're wanting this, the dad and the child want you back in their lives and you want to make sure that you really are stable and you can handle it, there's one more person to think about. Your own husband and your child too. I mean, you've got a young one now. Um, Does your husband want to get involved in this tangled situation? Your ex-boyfriend should have a say. Your husband should have a say. But you need to talk with your husband first. And if he is not, if he is not just appeasing you, if he's eager, then you can privately contact your ex-boyfriend, possibly briefly by an email. And you can say something along the lines of the following. You can say to the dad who's now caring for Joey, your eight-year-old, you can say, I feel terrible that I left you with the full responsibility of Joey and that I left him. I don't know your current situation or even if you want to share it with me. I am currently more stable. I'm remarried and I have a two-year-old. If you prefer that I try not to contact Joey, I will fully respect that. If you're in a relationship or have remarried and your partner wants nothing to do with me, that is another good reason why I should stay away. If you want me to be more involved, I've spoken in depth with my husband about this, and he is willing to do so. However, this should not put any pressure on you. I bear full responsibility for my poor choices in the past and their long-range consequences. Also, if you think that Joey's better off not having me being reintroduced to his life, I will go by your best judgment. If all systems are go, that is your partner if you have one, is fine with this, and you think Joey might benefit 
and most importantly, that you want my involvement, then before I would ever make any contact, I would want the adults to discuss what longer range, what the longer range plans would be. For example, would Joey come to visit me occasionally? Would you want more involvement? Would you want me to visit only periodically, not as a mother figure, but as uh, if someone is currently in that role? I would be willing to seek professional help on this. I thank you for being a better parent than I was and for not abandoning Joey. I will not contact you again unless you choose to email me back. Please feel free not to do so if you want no contact. You have no obligation. I have mixed feelings myself about this so I don't since I don't know how we would work it out further down the line in a way that's mutual that mutually benefits all involved, nor whether that's even possible possible. I will fully respect your choice. So again, those are my words. You can't take my words and just copy them down if that's not coming from your own soul. Uh, But you want to be able to form your own words and be true to yourself and speak your mind um, appropriately to first to your husband to find out if it's okay to think it through from all angles and then to contact your ex uh, to find out what would be appropriate also to seek professional help. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance by Drs. Kenner and Locke. Here's another tip for handling unreasonable resistance. Let your partner hear his or her own words. If your irrational partner calls you a coarse name, bitch, pig, ignoramus, or mocks you, you might try repeating their words. You're calling me a bitch and telling me I'm worthless. Sometimes hearing his or her own words helps the irrational partner recognize what he or she is doing and to tone it down a bit. If your partner persists in using insulting words, the relationship is likely unfixable. In situations where your partner may pose a physical danger, you must act to protect your safety first. Take physical threats seriously. If you think your partner might harm you, get out of the house, move to a secret location, and get professional help as soon as possible. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and at amazon.com.